Metters, I got a question for you. Yes, Wondra? What them kids doing? Hi, I'm Metters. I'm Wondra. And welcome to What Them Kids Doing. We're just two teachers out here trying to unravel the greatest mystery of our time. We'll cover hot new trends, nonsensical vocabulary, and goofy classroom stories from the front lines as we try to figure out what them kids doing. What are the kids doing? I honestly, it's kind of weird to even talk about it because I spent all summer not thinking about what the kids are doing at all. I very much tried to spend my entire summer focused on everything except my students. <laughs> it's one of those things about teaching is that I love working with students and I also love not working with students for three months out of the year. It's fantastic. So what did you do with all that free time, Matters? Oh, and we were traveling the world. We were up to Michigan visiting family, out to California visiting family, up to Alaska visiting a moose. Wow. Yeah. The moose is cool. Sounds great. He didn't remember us much, though. <laughs> One of my favorite moose facts. <laughs> Introducing a new segment on this pod fa- podcast. Moose facts. Moose facts. <laughs> oh, okay, here's a moose fact for you. Did you know that moose is moose? Meeson? Moose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> moose. The plural of moose is moose? Yeah. Okay. Did you know that moose are technically classified as like megafauna? It's like when you go to like the Natural History Museum and there's like the giant sloths and the woolly mammoths that are megafauna. Moose are in that same group. It's yeah. like, why is that animal just so darn big? It's legitimately in the same category as things that mostly don't exist anymore. Because they were just too big to function. It's got to be sad for the moose. They're just like walking around at the function being like, man, I wish all my friends were around. <laughs> if only it wasn't so darn big. <laughs> the only friends that exist are like sloths. So they're like, yeah. yeah. So they're sad too, just kind of by default, I'd imagine. <laughs> What I did with my summer, I did not travel nearly as much. I did do a cute little West Coast tour with some buddies and my brother. But mostly I spent it on my couch playing Tears of the Kingdom as I promised you that I would. <laughs> True. Here's, here's my, big, my big takeaway from Tears of the Kingdom. Koraks, dead to me. Don't care about them. Not, Fair not a bit. Fair enough. Uh, even all the shrines, don't really care. Not yeah. invested. No. Not, don't really care. The caves, it's fine. Sure. You know what I'm all about? What are you about? Wells. Yeah. I love finding wells. When that little NPC was like, can you find all 58 wells in the game? I was like, oh, yeah, bet. I would die to find all these wells for you, my man. The highlight of my entire summer, there's a well that you go down, and inside that well, another well. Oh, my God. And I was like, Wellception. get out. Incredible. So I went down that well. Guess I was down there? What? It's another well. No way. And I was like, this is the peak of all video games. This like, is incredible. It does not get as good as this. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a well girl now. Fantastic. I'm here for that. I played a lot of uh, Tears as well. Uh, I was uh, basically, I figured out a complicated system to stream Zelda specifically to my dad well, so that we could play together. That's fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Aww, it was a good time. So, look at you. Yeah. So I know that probably a lot of our listeners also did some really fun things over the summer. What we want to recap is if you were not paying attention to anything over the summer, especially not paying attention to anything with the youths or the internet, uh, we're going to cover for you everything you missed this summer by explaining the top five memes of the summer. It's the summer meme update. The summer meme update. Yeah. So these aren't really in any particular order. No. Okay. Well, the first meme that we want to share about 
is particularly near and dear to me as a white woman between the ages of 16 and 30. (laughs) (laughs) The Taylor Swift era's just experience. I mean, inescapable this summer. (laughs) So I will, disclaimer, I did not personally attend the Taylor Swift era's tour. But I was in the front lines of all the memes regarding the Taylor Swift era's tour and the culture surrounding it. So Taylor Swift has put out many albums in the last few years. Yeah. She's been going at it since I was in junior high. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of feel like I grew up with the with the Taylor, the Taylor experience. A little bit. But you can really classify her career into what she's calling eras. So right. on this eras tour, she starts like with her first album. We go through like her fearless era mm-hmm. and you know the 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 red era the reputation era and you know the folklore era we kind of ended with taylor as she is now right so that's the whole idea behind this tour and it has become just a wealth of meme meme fodder and just an incredible pop culture sensation i mean there are cities that basically their entire downtown during the concert series has to shut down because there's just like thousands of swifties inside the stadium Mm -hmm. but then just like outside just hoping to kind of hear the back end of the concert it's incredible it's it's honestly it sounds like a great time if i had money I would have been there. Absolutely. (laughs) So the whole idea of eras, though, was really taken on. So one way that this has become a meme is that people will say Taylor Swift eras represented as and then do something. Yes. So like I rock climbs. Like one of the ones I saw was like Taylor Swift eras represented by rock climbing holds. Mm -hmm. And the red one is like, oh, it's it's a jug that's easy and accessible. And then like the reputation is like a little black pinch that's like hard to hold on to. Yeah. I've definitely seen the same kind of thing as a social studies teacher for like politicians as Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The other form this meme takes is to just declare something as your blank era. Yes. So like this summer, like I was in my I was in my Tears of the Kingdom era. Yes, absolutely. So those can be like little moments in your life or they could just be big things like you're in your high school era. Mm -hmm. It's just a way to classify where you are right now, what you're what you're going through. I think it's interesting to do a little bit of Mm self-analysis and kind of figure out where you are. Mm -hmm. Always a good thing to do some introspection. I believe. And that does allow you to do a little bit of that. Yeah. So, like, one of the ways that I used the Eras meme this year is one of my friends moved across the country to start his PhD. So his going away party was a Taylor Swift Eras theme party. And so we had the Jared Eras party. And so we identified all these eras in his life and played, like, a game and had, like, a little activity for each of those eras. And I made a big poster that was the poster, but it was his face and it was pretty hilarious. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I think lately I've been in my Heathcliff era. <laughs> <laughs> You've been exposed to this because of yeah. my recent obsession. But yeah. I really got into this old comic that actually it predates Garfield. It is the original Orange Cat comic. <laughs> and this is a comic that has gone on for, I want to go ahead and say, about 40 years too long because the man has not been making jokes. And they're just like nope. all self-referential. <laughs> and they're one-panel jokes, so you just see them without context. And they're absolute full-on nonsense, and I cannot get enough of them. The one that sticks out to me is you texted me one just randomly, no context. No context. It was Heathcliff, who was scuba diving, and he had, like, a little pepper mill, and the caption was just, oh, no, watch out, he's got a pepper mill. What? What does that mean? That's nothing. That's not anything. There's one that I especially appreciate, that there is a... An AT-AT from Star Wars, except that its face is a monkey, and the caption just says, nothing can stop the garbage ape. And I don't 
That doesn't mean anything. I don't know what that is. I feel like at some point I'm going to be in my garbage ape era. (laughs) Like if I feel unstoppable, that'll be me. Ideal. Okay, so that's the first summer meme. If you missed it, Taylor Swift heiress. What's the next one? Okay, so one big summer meme that really came in here under the wire at the end of the summer is called Planet of the Bass. Uh, Planet of the Bass is a parody song. Okay. Um, that it got big on TikTok, and uh, what it was is basically this comedian set out to make the most Eastern European Eurodance '90s song imaginable. Incredible. And he did that, and legitimately put in some incredible, incredible lyrics that are just, just barely understandable in English. So here are some of the lyrics that you might find in this song. DJ Crazy Times, that's his name. He yells at the beginning, of course. Of course. If you want to be if you want parties to be making, have some noise. And then he just yells at random town, Bratislava, all the women in the world, let me see your beautiful faces. Right, which is great. Uh, there are some really great lines in here, and I'll I'll play some of these as well. Well uh, throw absolute favorite ones is at one point he says life it never die women are my favorite guy and i mean it's perfect honestly women are my favorite guy honestly out of all the guys women are certainly some of my favorites so i love it i think another important thing to add is just the pure brilliance of the music video for (laughs) this it has like that generic just like some lady yeah. Who's like singing the female part? I think one of my favorite things about the music video and the release schedule that this guy had is that the original video came out. Mm-hmm. And by the time that he released the actual music video, there had been clips where the female artist had been replaced three times. <laughs> there have been three different actresses playing that person while the vocalist was someone totally different. That's so funny. And people were like, wow, that's so rude to the first vocalist. Like she sh- she was going to be a star. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just more parody because like that's, that's really common in those groups in the 90s is that you wouldn't know who they were. Yeah. It didn't really matter. It was like a, a big revolving door of just some person from the Czech Republic. And that's that's, that's it. That's funny. So, yeah, that's been uh, a lot of fun at the end of the summer here. All right. Well, I definitely have been bumping playing of the base. Oh, God. An excellent summer moment. Okay. The third big summer meme we have to talk about. We have to. Is Barbenheimer. I mean, we, you can't avoid it. We got to cover Barbenheimer. Okay, so there was two big movies of the summer. Huge. There was the Barbie movie, mm-hmm. and there was Oppenheimer. Yes. And these movies could not be more different. And so kind of the big meme was, one, to see these movies back-to-back as a double feature. Yes. Like, see either Barbie and then go immediately to see Oppenheimer all in one day, right, or, or reverse order. Right. So the, the order of those movies was a big debate, which yes. you should see first. Yes. The other big meme was just to take two things that are very different and call them like a Barbenheimer moment. Yes. So this we saw this a few years ago with video games when Animal Crossing and Doom came out at the same time. <laughs> yes, yes. It is the exact replica of that meme, right? You would take something kind of silly and whimsical and put it next to something dark and gritty and you say, oh my gosh, it's a Barbenheimer moment. Yes. 
I, uh, I've seen some historical uh, analysis of Barbenheimer, and they said, you know, these are two movies that are thematically opposite, but they came out on the same day, and they were a huge success. But that has happened before, and they pointed out that the, uh, the original Mamma Mia and The Dark Knight came out on the first same Incredible. day. So people would say, the dark mama walked so Barbenheimer could run. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Perfect. So I, that has been kind of interesting. It's just even with outside of the movies themselves, just mm-hmm. the the cultural analysis that sparked has been really interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, both of these movies did really, really well oh, yeah. because of the meme. Like it's not exactly. just because both of them are in their own right by all means and mm-hmm. by most reviews – really great movies, mm-hmm. uh, it's also the fact that there is this weird synergism with them that I think has driven sales uh, to those tickets, which has been so interesting. And I think the big thing is that these movies aren't in competition, right? No. They're both good films, and they both have great things about them. It doesn't even really matter which one's better. Right. It's the fact that they exist together that makes it so hilarious to compare things to the Barbenheimer. Yes, absolutely. 100% agreed. Okay, so another one of the memes that we had to cover from this summer are AI covers. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, AI is going to be just lurking in the background of our pop culture for probably forever now. It's here to stay. We can't get rid of it. And honestly, AI covers have done this incredible thing where they have basically made covering things irrelevant because you can produce a cover near immediately. If Mm -hmm. you have uh, audio files of someone talking— and you have an audio file of someone singing a song, uh, you can use AI to basically apply that talking voice to the song, Mm -hmm. and then you'll be like, well, what would it be like if this guy covered this other thing? Mm -hmm. And as as a young person, I remember asking that question so Mm -hmm. much. I was like, man, I would have... Uh, certain bands on retainer because I just think they would be interesting to hear covering all sorts of things. Now I don't even need to do that. You can just throw them into an algorithm. So we saw this a little bit when we looked at some TikToks involving presidents' voices being applied to different things. Yes. That was a lot of like spoken word type things. So show me what this looks like with like music covers. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So with some music covers, uh, one of my absolute favorite Voices that gets applied is the voice for Plankton from SpongeBob. <laughs> Incredible. Legitimately is great because A, it's very deep, but B, it's pretty yelly. Yeah. He yells a lot of things. And so it's fun because when they apply it to songs, sometimes he's just so <laughs> aggressive. Uh, but one of the my favorites is that it got applied to this country song. Baby, lock the door and turn the lights down low. Put some music on it soft and slow Baby, we ain't got no place to go I hope you understand I've been thinking about this all day long I mean, the wild thing. Just hearing a comedy voice just being so (laughs) sultry. I know what he's been thinking about all day long, and it's the secret Krabby Patty formula. So true. Honestly, not a terrible cover at all. It's really not. It's pretty good. And, like, that's the weird thing. Like, some of these go, like, way harder than they really have any right to. My Uh, big obstacle with that one is that I had to sit there and listen to that and pretend like I had heard that country song before. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's totally fair. Yeah. Could not be me. Josh Turner, not your not your vibe. Could not be me understanding country song references. <laughs> that is totally fair. I think one of my favorite things about this is that we have seen, as they often do, this meme just develop in absolute the speed of sound. Yes. Right? And at first you had like cartoons covering actual songs. Mm-hmm. And then you've had some spinoffs that I think are fun. There is one set of spinoffs that's just, yeah, you won't believe this AI cover, and it it just kind of hypes it up like it's going to be all these other AI covers. Mm-hmm. But then it is a cover of a version of a celebrity mm-hmm. doing a song that is the same person. Mm-hmm. Like It'll be like, oh, here's an AI cover. It's Lando Calrissian doing a Childish Gambino song. It's like, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's same guy. The same guy yeah. Or like, yeah, here's Hannah Montana doing an AI cover of Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. It's funny. <laughs> it's just the song. Just the that's right? funny. I like that's that. That's fun. I've really enjoyed that. Another kind is this, where instead of having a, a person cover the song, uh-huh. It's an object. Okay. And there's been a lot of really weird versions of this. I've okay. seen like Minecraft door covers where it's just like instead of the words, you just hear the door opening and closing. Right? <laughs> or I've heard like toothbrush covers where you can hear the – it's like someone has an electric toothbrush in their mouth and you can hear them saying the word. <laughs> it's really eerie. But one That's of my funny. absolute favorite versions of this is this. Bright side being covered by a train? Yes, it is. <laughs> it literally says Mr. Brightside and it has a picture of a train. <laughs> all it is is just train noise over that track. That's all it is. That is so funny. And watching that meme devolve so quickly that has been so funny. the pleasure of the last couple of weeks, I think. That's a joy, an oh, absolute joy. It really is. Okay, the fifth big meme of the summer came in pretty late in the summer, but it requires attention, and that is aliens. Has to be aliens. Okay, so Matters, why did aliens become such a hot topic this summer? There was some, like, hearing where a guy was like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, the government knows about aliens. And depending on what outlet you read, it was basically like the government was like, yeah, sure. Or the government was like, yeah, but what does that guy know? And honestly, it's hard to say what's going on with it. And I'll tell you why. I don't know. Okay. If it was truly an incredible scientific thing Mm -hmm. that we had found out, Mm -hmm. we would have heard about it from Hank Green. You're so right. Unless Hank Green thinks it's real, it's not real. I I realize what incredible power I'm giving Hank Green to be the (laughs) arbiter of disinformation or information in my life when it comes to science in particular. But, I mean, I'm just going to be real with you. I got to trust the experts, and I I know it ain't me. It may as well be him. I like that. So, yeah, the first kind of layer of this alien meme was that no one knew— if aliens are real or not. Right. It was very hard to understand what the proceedings was in the Senate hearing, what this person was mm-hmm. saying, whether or not aliens are real. We st- still don't know. Sure. But the second layer of this meme was that more importantly than if aliens were real or not, it was that no one cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> it's such a weird thing that the fact about this meme that made it a meme was that it was kind of irrelevant. Yeah. People are like, aliens real and what? 
That's cool. What? That's cool. Am I? Are they? Are they? Am I gonna have to pay my student loans, Scott? Because like, <laughs> if they're not paying my student loans, I don't care. It's true. They can be real. They can be fake. If they ain't got that cash, then like, what about it? Yeah. And I think that is really an incredible thing. Maybe that's the thing about humanity is that we have already found these kinds of things, but everyone couldn't be bothered it because. Doesn't matter. Like, you know, who cares? Slam balls on. I don't need to watch. I don't need to know about aliens. They have basketball where there's trampolines. <laughs> what are we doing here? Unless those aliens are featured in Space Jam. I don't care what they're doing. Yeah, whatever, dog. <laughs> well, those are the top five important memes that you may have missed this summer. Hopefully you've all been cut up caught up on the meme landscape of our world, and we'll be sure to keep you up to date going forward. Absolutely. And hey, if there's something that we missed, then we would love to know about it. The whole point of this show is that we have to make a conscious effort to stay relevant. So <laughs> if uh, we are missing things because we are old and decrepit, then that's, hey, great. Let us know. Send us an email, and we'll, we'll talk about it maybe on the next episode. Well, that was the summer meme update. You know what we did after we recorded that? Never recorded again for like a month. <laughs> it feels like it's been three three centuries since our last record, but it's only been a month and a half. It's wild stuff. But importantly is that in that month and a half, it is no longer summer, and it is now officially fall. Classic seasons. They do be changing. So break out your sweaters, right, your chunky knits. Exactly. And your warm mugs. Enjoy your gourds. Well, you know, there's no one better to tell you about fall matters than a fall girly. Ooh. So I have brought two very special students, some fellow fall girlies. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Reese. I'm a junior. I'm Brinley, and I'm a sophomore. Oh, some, some fall girlies certified on the pod. Mm-hmm. So here's the first question. What does it mean to be a fall girly? I think it's just us being weirdly obsessed with fall and, like, all the fall vibes. I think you're especially, like, you like Taylor Swift, like, Evermore and folklore. Mm, yeah. Oh. There's, like, like, a, like, a vibe. Like there's a specific, yeah. Right. So you're, you're in your Evermore era. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. There are definitely things that are fall vibes. Like, Taylor Swift, yeah. Evermore, fall vibes. Like, a nice chunky knit cardigan, fall vibes. A warm cup of some warm beverage, fall vibes. Absolutely. So, my question is, can anyone be a fall girly? This is probably controversial, but I'm going to go with no. I think it's, like, a like specific. Yeah. You just, I don't know. Like, I think some people think they are, you know. Mm. But I think you have to, like... Do and like specific things, which no hate towards the people who don't, but like, I don't know. I think it's like the white girl autumn vibe, you know, like the, <laughs> the specific. You have you know. to be okay with being basic. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay, so if you're doing it ironically, then you're not a true fall girly. Yeah. yeah. You got like, to embrace that it's a little bit basic and that's okay. Yeah, if you're trying to be original, like, no. yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. I like it. Being a fall girly is accepting that you're not going to be original and that's okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay, so you as fall girlies have prepared as genuine, real fall girlies your top five fall vibes recommendations, and I cannot wait to hear about them. Yes, we have. We have, I think we have actually, 
Yeah, now we have like five or six. Oh, but wow. Yeah, yeah we, might, we have like extras. Okay. But mm-hmm. our first one, which is something we're actually planning right now, is having a fall-themed night. Yeah. Ooh. So it includes some specific things. It's on Friday the 13th. Oh, oh God. Yeah. You, know, you have to. So is, a, is fall girlyism? is this tied to spoopy <laughs> season? A little. Okay. I think it's a little different, but I think embracing the spooky part. Oh. Makes it kind of more fun, you know? Okay. Like, we had a Friday the 13th in October this year. Of course, I'm going to do something. Of course. Night, you know? So what kind of things will you do at your Friday the 13th fall night? We're going to bake goodies. Like, <laughs> fall goodies. Yeah, so like pumpkin-themed things. Okay. We will be watching like a cute little fall movie. Okay. But since it's Friday the 13th, we will be adding a... Like a like Friday the Thirteenth yeah. or something Ooh, like that, you know. Okay, like a double feature where one's cozy and one's yeah. spooky. Yes. I'm curious as to what your choice of fall film is. So like a cute fall film, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, oh. that's where my mind went. Okay. Yeah, okay. It just makes sense. It's not scary, mm-hmm. but it's it's cute. It's, it's, it's fall yeah. themed. Yeah. yeah, there's something about fall that makes you want to like do like traditions and routines. Like my husband and I are fall media of choice is that every fall we watch Over the Garden Wall, which is like a mini series from Cartoon Network. Yeah. Big autumn energy, very fall. Anyways, every year we watch Over the Garden Wall. There's something about fall that just makes you want to go back to those fall classics. Yeah. Sure. You gotta like watch the same thing. It's like a it never gets old. You gotta do it every year type of thing. Okay, so at, at this function, we are baking. We are also taking in some fall media. Yes. Are there any other activities that are occurring? Our attire We'll be oh, we'll be yeah. wearing some like just like comfy, some comfy like sweaters, pants type thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Cardigan, cardigan, yes. Yeah. Cardigans yeah. are cardigan. a must. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, so fall themed night with your fall theme accoutrement. What else should we be doing during fall? Here I have one that's okay. So this one's also kind of specific. It's something we specifically do. If you've ever been to Neighborhood Jam, they have. They have really good pancakes, okay? Okay. okay. And if you didn't know, I'm gluten-free. And they have really good gluten-free pancakes. So we go and we get these cinnamon roll gluten-free pancakes, and they just give us fall. Okay, these pancakes, they're good all year, but, like, they're fall. Yeah. But they're, like, so good. I'm not (laughs) over-exaggerating. They're so good. I like it. It's like they're okay during the rest of the year. But, but they're like, better they're better in fall. Yeah. And it has the vibe check. And then you get yeah. like an iced chai. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chai. So good. But yeah, we think about them all the time. Yeah. You could yeah. say it's our Roman Empire. Um, <laughs> 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 these pancakes. I'm not joking. They're so good. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. We've already established that fall is a vibe, but I think it's also an assortment of spices. Because <laughs> like yeah. we've already talked about how it, like it has to do with cinnamon and mm-hmm. chai and like the spices that you get in a pumpkin pie, right? Like mm-hmm. it's all it's all in there. It's so it's a very spicy time of year. You have to eat fall things during fall. If yeah. you didn't get your pumpkin spice latte and your pumpkin spoon, are you even living? Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. Okay, but you have to try these pancakes. No, yeah, like, I think you have them on so the serious right I, now. I am literally like, I will Google these. And they, like, are gluten-free. And they don't taste gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so so good. Good. Yeah, that one's, not a lot of people probably do that one, but it's just 
that was our first thought. This is an it's exclusive so recommendation. Yes, I think is. it's going to start to become a thing, and Neighborhood Jam should pay you for this advert. People kind of just think we're crazy when we talk about <laughs> it. We talk about them all the time. I kid you not. We got them <laughs> this last Saturday. <laughs> we so we went broke over the summer. Wow. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I can tell that they're special to you. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. I mean, having like a the special... amount of times I went this summer. They're so good. Well, I'm excited for them to just start hitting different during October. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're doing fall parties. We're eating fall foods, specifically the magic pancakes. What else are fall girlies doing? So this is another specific. It's a, it's a, like, so you know, like, how it kind of rain, it starts getting rainier. Mm -hmm. And we've already had a couple of those mornings. But so on a specific, like, rainy morning. When you wake up and you realize it's, like, rainy and cool outside, you have to put on, like, a really large cardigan, sweater Mm. type thing. And then you have to, like, go and find a fall, like, a pumpkin drink. And it usually Mm. has to be from, like, a smaller business type of one. Like, a little, like, cutesy shop. And that's your whole morning, basically. You're going to go get a local pumpkin spice latte while wearing a large cardigan. Yes. And if you're feeling up to it, maybe going to a bookstore, meeting with a friend. But it's, like, it's just the rainy... Rainy morning vibes. I like know? it. If it's not raining while this is happening, it doesn't count. No, yeah, it doesn't. Like, that's fun, like, most mornings, but it has to be raining for it to be, like, a full, yeah. yeah. Like I agree with that. I do. I really, like, that. just that explanation just got me in the, the zone. I just want to read a book and sit in a corner and, like, just ignore people and drink a hot drink. Ooh. <laughs> it's like it's like what eighty degrees in this recording booth right now, yeah. and somehow hearing that explanation, I feel both chillier and cozier. It's true. It's true. I'm glad. I'm glad I brought some fall yeah. to this little recording studio. <laughs> that was our goal. So, but yeah, okay. was, I love it. Okay, I'm eager to hear more. Another one I have is so there's like like we talked about media. There's some like fall themed media, and we have Gilmore Girls and Harry Potter. I just mm. think they're both very like fall coded. Yeah, that's true. Oh, good. I love it. <laughs> Which is so interesting. Like my my wife watches every Harry Potter movie every summer, and she also like reads through all the books every summer. That's been a, a tradition that she's done. And for whatever reason, uh, once she has read everything, mm-hmm. then she's watching the movies. And so we're literally moving into fall as that happens. Mm, it's interesting yeah. to me because those movies are an entire school year, each of them. Yeah. So it's interesting that specifically they they hit fall harder, but they do. They do. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's so much better. My version of that is my husband and I, every October, we watch Spirited Away, oh. which is yeah. not a fall movie, not a, but it just, it, I like it. It's fall-coded. Yeah, it it just, really it is. feels autumnal. Yes. That's it's because it's like a little yeah. bit spooky, you know? Yeah. That's kind of how, like, Gilmore Girls is. It's like fall a little bit, but then something about it and, like, watching it in the fall it's different. Yeah, like, I don't know. There's like It's like barely fall in yeah, the show. Yeah, like, like barely any. <laughs> anything set in New England, it's always fall there. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And it's just I always mean, fall. Yeah, so. It's it like a small town. Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small town, romance, yeah. lots of reading. There's like school going on in the yeah, show, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Especially the early seasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's I, just I think so fall in New England is basically like several month long golden hour for that entire part of the country. <laughs> it's true. Like it's like that's when it's on its best behavior. If you're going to film something, why would it not be during that time? I think that makes perfect sense. So true. So set the stage for me. What, where are you? What are you wearing? What's it like when you're watching this, this fall media? I'd say, yeah, I'd say, like, wearing, like, you're wearing comfy pajamas, mm-hmm. okay? And I'd say it's probably at night. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you have to watch these at night. And it's like, true. It's true. 
Like a yeah. warm cup of coffee, too. Because, like, Gilmore Girls is based off, like, coffee and stuff. They love coffee. Yeah. You have, yeah. To, have to have coffee. Yeah. I like it. Like a fun drink. That's so, yeah. fun. It's kind okay. of like your fall theme night, but just, like, not as a big version. It's, like, low-key. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's not, you don't, you haven't named it. It's not official. Yeah. And you could do it every night. Okay. So, I yeah. like it. Okay. Do we have any other recommendations? Yeah, we kind of mentioned this at the beginning, but, like, Red Evermore by Taylor Swift. Those two albums just, they're very fall. Like, I don't know. Like, you can listen to them year round, mm-hmm. but like listening to them in the fall is just so much better. It makes it better, especially in the morning, like on the way to school. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Yeah. I like it. And I would say listening to it while baking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually did that last night. Such a vibe. I thought you seemed more fall today. I did. Yeah. I thought about bringing my pumpkin scones I made because they were so delicious. Pumpkin scones. They were so good. Yum. But listen to Evermore while making them. It's like such a vibe. One of my favorite musicians just recently released a song called Autumnal. It's just like a punk rock song about the wonders of fall that I've really been hearing that. No, yeah, that's, that's been us. Just, at least if we were a song, probably be that song. I have never heard it, but yeah. My, I'll clip it in here. Okay. My favorite artist of all time is Lord Huron, and I feel like Lord Huron yeah. has some summer albums and some fall albums. So I very much vibe with Strange Trails as a fall album. Yes. So that's, I listen to that a lot in the fall. Yeah, that makes sense. I love that. I love, yeah. You got love, me. You got me. But yeah, those are, those are our five things. We kind of summed up like two of them. But yeah. That's perfect. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you so much for bringing this in. I feel like I'm about to have a more, like Humpty Dumpty, I feel like I'm about to have a great fall. <laughs> <laughs> Before we say goodbye, there's one important announcement. You can look for our podcast every other week in this upcoming school year. We are out here fighting teacher burnout. And how are we doing that? By not doing things as much. (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to be more present for the people and students in our life. Every other week seems fair. Yeah, absolutely. And just being present for the things that give us cash, I think, is huge. Absolutely, 100%. We are here trying to get that cash money. So unless you want to start paying me to make this podcast, I'll see you two weeks from now. (laughs) Well, that's what them kids be doing. But one last question. Are you a kid? What do you be doing? Or maybe you work with kids. What do they be doing? We want to hear about it on this podcast. Follow us on Insta at WTKD Podcast and take the Google form posted on our link tree. If you're cool enough to be on the podcast, you probably already know what those words mean. Tell us a story you want to share, a trend you want to unpack, or an insight into your weird kid brain that you want to impart. Or don't. I'm not your mom. Thanks, everyone, for learning more about them kids with us. As I say in my classroom, take it easy, punch waterfalls, do cool things. And as I say in my classroom, get out! I'm sorry, that was rude. Please get out! 